Welcome to the My Crazy Office podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You, Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls at Work, Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They're committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. Today we're going to discuss how to deal with changes in management. Always hard. We'll start with a question from someone who's unhappy because her former boss hired a deputy who this person must now report to and doesn't like it. Ooh. Yeah, during the second half of the podcast, we'll examine this topic from a perspective of management. What if you're in the leadership position and you bring in a second in command? How do you avoid the risk of your staff not liking that person? Mm. Yeah, this is loaded. <laughs> yeah, it's very loaded. It happens every day. Yeah, yeah, and changes in management are often necessary, but mm-hmm. come with many emotional minefields. Yep. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. Logan, what's our question, please? The head of my department is overwhelmed with work and has just hired a deputy director to take over some of her responsibilities. While I'd like to give the new deputy the benefit of the doubt, I already don't like her. During meetings with me, she tells me what to do, even though she doesn't know our industry. She's already recommended projects that are not viable. While I worked really well with my previous boss, I don't know if I can tolerate working with this person. What should I do? Mm. I just Mm. wonder if you're not the only one in this situation, if there's other people Mm -hmm. that are dealing with the new person and also, you know, don't don't like this person because they don't know the industry and their ideas are not very good. Yeah. You know, you have an opportunity to maybe educate this person and wait it out and see if if this person will work out. But it seems like it's too busy. Like you don't have the time for that. Uh And this is maybe a poor hire. Uh It's hard to know. Uh Um, But I would see if other people feel the same way. Yeah. What do you think? I think that's a very good idea. And also I think you have to give yourself and her some time Mm -hmm. because the truth is that when you probably enjoyed reporting to this, to your other boss, right? Mm -hmm. So when you enjoy working with someone and someone is inserted and it seems like a block to mm-hmm. that person. Right. I think you're naturally not going to like them. You know, yeah. you're going right, to resent right. their presence. So it's very hard to look at them from an objective perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While these things may well be true, it doesn't mean that you couldn't ultimately find a way to work together. Right. Exactly. I mean, I have had this happen to a client and she was very resentful, like, oh my God, there's another layer. Mm -hmm. And this woman, although she did know the job, she had been at this organization left and then they they pulled her back. Yeah. Mm and now it's maybe three years now and she loves it. Like now mm. she's used to this woman. She realizes she doesn't have to deal with her boss. Yeah. That right. this woman is a really good buffer. Right. Um, so she's learned to appreciate her. But I, I just don't know if that's the deal here because this person doesn't have the, the, the right experience. Right. right. Well, and that can happen too yeah. when a boss is... It's that thing of you should never go grocery shopping when you're hungry. If the, <laughs> if the manager is exhausted and just sort of wants anyone, yeah. right. then they may bring in anyone. anyone. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, so I, I would see if anyone else is having this experience, and then you can go together mm-hmm. to the old manager and say, look, this may not have been a good hire. Mm-hmm. But until you can prove it, yeah, mm-hmm. this person is probably good at managing up, right? Um, and maybe saying all the right things. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I've got it, I've got it, I'll take care of it. And yeah. this, you know, your old boss seems re- you know, relieved, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to really check your facts and make sure that you're not overreacting, mm-hmm. right? Uh, document, document, document. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny, Kathy, because I know on a number of occasions you've taught me about the importance of waiting it out because very often if someone is really a horrible hire, mm-hmm. they can flame out. Yes, you know, they, they do. can sort of <laughs> it may take longer than you'd like. That's right. <laughs> but they usually they usually do flame out. Yeah. So and we've we've witnessed that on a number oh, of occasions. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, but people, you know, are really good at protecting themselves also. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to be somewhat proactive here. Yeah. But it was almost like an immediate, she says here, it was like an immediate thing. She didn't like this person. And and I get it that there's a new layer in town and, you know, that's awful. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it might not be as bad as you think. I think you have to. I'm like, maybe they remind you of someone. (laughs) <laughs> like yourself and you have some unconscious uh, uh, bias uh, bias yeah 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 you could be looking right at- right well you could also be jealous you could mm. be jealous of this person's relationship with your boss why right. don't i have it yes yeah. why did they she get the job why did i, I get the it industry she doesn't yeah Exactly. Yeah. What yeah. they bring her in here for? I mean, she yeah. knows something because she got the job. So maybe yeah. not. You know, maybe learning an industry it could take a couple of years, mm-hmm. but it's not a lifetime. So right. I, maybe I just, she has other skills that you don't know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I think what part of what we're saying too, though, is that you need to manage your internal reaction yes. to this situation. Right. You don't want to be acting out. Uh, uh, you don't want to do an end run prematurely. Right, of mm-hmm. going yeah. to your boss before you have the facts and before, as you say, Kathy, you have some backup. And uh, you need to be able to like be calm enough. You probably need to use our unhooking device mm-hmm. uh, or you know practice to, um, to, to ride it out a little bit. Yeah. Right. And see what happens. Right. Because yeah. you don't want to look bad or You don't. Or petty. Right. right. Exactly. And, you know, many, many bosses fret this. They're worried about, well, if, you know, I build another layer and nobody's going to, uh, people are not going to like it. So they don't do it. So mm-hmm. there must be a good reason why your boss did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe take the time and understand everybody's point of view here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just yours. Yeah. I'm curious, Kathy, would you encourage this person to also try to continue cultivating a connection with the boss or do you need to wait that out too? I think you have to wait that out. Mm -hmm. I mean, the boss is clearly overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and wanted to build another layer in so that, you know, she didn't have, or he didn't have that many reports. Right. 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 So that's the other, I guess, internal thing is that this in a literal interpersonal sense will be a loss for you. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And so not that you need to have a formal grieving process, but I think you have to acknowledge mm-hmm. that, that you're going to have feelings about it. Right. It's yeah, a change. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a big change, a change. actually. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So you're going to have a lot of emotions about it. So let's not, you know, make decisions based on your emotions. I would wait, mm-hmm. wait it out and really get the facts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm sorry that happened, though. Yeah, I know. It's really disappointing when you have such a great relationship with someone. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's turn it around now. And what if you are in a leadership position and you bring in a second in command? How do you avoid the risk of your staff not liking your replacement? (laughs) Yeah. I mean... I think that there's a couple of things you can do. One is you can be in the meetings early on and Mm -hmm. and even check in and don't make yourself totally invisible. Yeah. But to be, you know, to, to kind of co-do it with the new person Mm -hmm. as their way of onboarding. Yeah. Right. So that you can really see what's happening. Now you're not, you're not going to see everything. This person is still going to do things that you're not going to know about. Yeah. But I think you know, it, it just, it, the way the first question came in, it didn't feel like there was much of an onboarding. Right. So you could do that a little differently. I like that idea. And, you know, we, we have a client who's really struggling with this and, um, you know, he feels that if he brought somebody in, he would have a mass exodus. I don't know if he would have a mass exodus, but certainly some would leave. Mm -hmm. And, but we've we've spoken to the staff and they do they don't want it so mm-hmm. um, which I think is interesting but the one thing they would want if someone was internal and was homegrown into the position yeah. an interesting Ooh. way to look at it yes right. so as you're bringing somebody in you might want to think of do I have somebody here that everybody likes mm-hmm. yeah that I can groom for this position mm-hmm. rather than just bringing someone in that nobody knows right. Yeah, I think, I also think there's, could be value in just, like, you're talking about organizational development and explaining, you know, how the organization needs to grow as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Not in great depth, but just more, mm-hmm. we've gone to this point, we now mm-hmm. need another layer, mm-hmm. we're going, we have to, I need that layer, but also you will need it in order to have someone who can directly assist you with doing your job. Because I'm, I as one person am overwhelmed, which mm-hmm. happens, right? Mm-hmm. If they right. go fast enough, you can't keep your hand on every person's situation. Right, right. But I think it's important, and I've, I've seen this, I have another client where that manager still stayed in touch. Maybe yeah. was on the weekend, would give a quick call, or that she'd you know, make sure to take her out to lunch every once in a while. And she's even mm. left the company and still does that. Yeah. Mm. So I think you have a responsibility to the people that you used to manage. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially the ones you got along really well with, mm-hmm. where you check in. Yes. Right. Or you find that you could have a more casual thing. Like um, I remember we worked with one CEO who had these breakfasts every other week with different yeah. departments. Yes. yes. To answer questions he and was stay an accessible. Early bird person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he loved early morning meetings. Yeah. But that was really helpful yes. for them because they felt that they had access to the leader. Well, right. I think there's a lot of truth to that. So you do need to be part of this of the process, not mm-hmm. just I'm handing it off goodbye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's a mistake. Right. The other thing that I want to say is you have to go in you in choosing the person, whoever it is, whether it's within the company or someone you bring into the company, I think you really have to look at is this person a good fit mm-hmm. for our culture? Mm-hmm. And not just I'm so tired, do it all, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of people will promise to take everything off your hands, but that's not really what you need. I think you right. need a partner. So it's looking at who can be a real partner with me. 
which, you know, you don't know for quite a while. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. important to always be in touch and check in and mm-hmm. see how it's going. Don't just, you know, like, oh my God, I'm so glad they're here. And then, right. you know, you're done. No, mm-hmm. that's actually when the job first begins mm-hmm. of you making sure this person is handling it properly. Right. Yeah. You know, so you want to be actively involved. So that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, tweet us at SK2. Also follow us on Instagram at My Crazy Office. If you want to receive our weekly podcast email, text us at 228-28 and type in My Crazy Office. That's all one word, My Crazy Office at 228-28. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.